KSA Radio with you are family. I'm Rian and I'm talking to Jackie Mujalbi. Okay, first tell me, you deal with transgender women in the rural areas. That is correct, Jim. Do you think that transgender women in these areas um, find it more difficult than people in suburban areas? Yes, definitely, because I'm from the rural area. I'm born in Worcester at the farm. And recently I moved to Cape Town. I think Cape Town is more popular with with what is happening around trans people. If we think about the rural area communities where I'm coming from, it's more where people believe in their church beliefs. And I think transgender women find it very difficult to express themselves and to live their lives. Why do you think this is? Is it just a lack of education as well? I think there is a lot of lack of of education. I mean, also, I think about we dealing with with family because they don't believe in such things. And also, our old kind of generation, you know, like our parents and our grandmothers and what they believe. Now, many of these women face various forms of abuse. We're looking at mental abuse, physical abuse. What do you think can be done to stop it? What I'm basically doing now is to educate people in our community, especially in our in our churches and then our NGOs like shelters and cetera. Because basically what I went through in two thousand fourteen and just a little bit about myself, where I lost everything, I have to go back to Worcester, go back to my family and they does not accept me at all. Then I knock at doors and doors close. I went to shelters and they doesn't have policies for trans people. Because when they heard the word trans, they're actually getting confused in between a gay person and a, and a trans person. For me, it's a very, very tough time where I have to now change from female to react like, you know, like a male because of the shelters not have policies. And that is where I come in to help transgender women to find a safe space when they face abuse in communities with their partners and also with their family. Because there are things that I experienced as a transgender woman and trying to help those who is in need to have more comfortable kind of platform. In general, how accessible is support in the, in the rural areas? It sounds like there's no support. I would say there's no support. Not development organizations, it's very poor. And like I said, is that I try to educate these people so that they can understand what is the difference between a gay person and a trans person. And also kind of not to accept, but also to understand what is a trans person going through in our everyday life. You mentioned you went through this cycle, and this is obviously how you became involved in educating people. That is correct. Like I said, I went through the circle, through through the cycle with my family and with my community. Um, Now people can actually look up at me and people can come to me for help where I can assist. At the moment, I don't have any shelter, but what I do is that I do referrals. Kind of to find a safe space that is more comfortable for the trans person and where is more trans-friendly. Let's say I'm a family member and I'm not dealing so well with somebody in my family who's transgender. How would you deal with a situation like that? What I usually do is that I go for a talk or for a session when we have a one-in-one and I try to find a solution for the problem. If I cannot, then I do a referral to the nearby day hospital to see a psychologist or social worker and see how can the family kind of deal with the problem and come to a solution. Most of the cases that I was dealing with, there was good results. Some of it is very difficult. How would you go about educating the community about transgender people? 
educate them so that they go to, like I say, to um, churches, to schools, and then I have a platform to explain what it is to, to be trans and how it starts from childhood. Now, you mentioned you've got an NPO. Is it a registered NPO? That is correct, yes. I registered myself in 2015 up till 2018 till today. And I'm still active helping transgender women. Is it just you on your own or do you have people helping you? At the moment, it's only me because I'm starting it. Like I said, I went through a very tough time in my life where doors just closed totally for me and, they, and where I faced a lot of discrimination and court cases. Full discrimination and there was no assistance and no help because no one understands what I'm going through. Um, then I start this, but at the moment we are two. So it's me and another transgender woman who's actually helping me, helping these women going through a tough time. What is the organization called? They're called Sister Outreach. Sister Outreach. That is correct. What services do you offer at Sister Outreach? What I do offer, like I say, is counseling. I also do this just when transgender women have to go and apply for their new gender marker for the IDs at the time of And then I do assist with placements for accommodation because, as we know, in South Africa or in the Western Cape, we don't, we have only private shelter who's actually taking people in from our community. And that is where I came in to actually replace if they don't have any space. And I placed transgender women in South Department because South Department in Cape Town, they are the only shelter who actually accept trans or who does have a policy for trans people. The Haven starts not having a policy. And that is where I come in to find a safe space to actually place them in their homes. You mentioned counselling. Is that like physical one-on-one face-to-face counselling or is it just like a support thing? I would say more like a support. So I give my support from my experience, what I was facing, what I went through, and then I can deal with a one-in-one session with a person. And then I will refer to, like I said, to a nearby day hospital to see a social worker or professional psychiatrist or psychologist. So that's the one thing the organization lacks at the moment is actual qualified counselors. That is correct, yes. How do people get involved with the organization? Let's say somebody wants to get involved with you. Is it only for your area? Can it be a national thing? How can, keep, how can people get involved? It's already in my area, but I would like it to be all over. Like Cape Town is more fortunate because I think they have triangle project and gender dynamics. And if we think about Worcester, because Worcester is outside Cape Town, and Worcester in Paul, so that is my main focus, to focus on transgender women, specific on transgender women within this ruling, in the ruling areas, facing discrimination every day. So that is actually my main focus, because that is a lack of education, and that is where the need is currently at the moment. The other need, by the sounds of it, is a need for shelters. Basically, there is a need for shelters for trans people. Like I say, I went through a very tough time in 2014 where I have nowhere to go. Family doesn't accept me, doors closed. Where do I go? And at the end of the day, shelters doesn't want even to accept me because they does not have a policy. And then it's where I come up with this idea like I don't want the next sister or the next generation to go exactly through the same thing. I went through, so how can I make a difference? And what I'm actually building now is that I want, because I have quite a big backyard, so what I want, my goal is for 2019, is to put many houses on. And if transgender face difficult time or their homeless or being abused through their family and communities, then they can have a safe space.
In the meantime, you said you're referring to other shelters. Tell me how this process works. The process has been very good at the moment. I'm dealing with Sarki Bartman because they accommodate trans people. And then I also use, so we have one shelter, what we also use, and they also accommodate. But they are not, what I actually do is to educate them. And there's only a few people actually helping. And the others just say, no, we don't, we don't accept. Now, as a transgender person, you are educating and you are helping. How would you advise other people who are allies or who want to help and educate? How, what advice would you give them? The advice that I would give is that people to just get knowledge and to understand what we're going through to our every life, to our every life, everyday difficulties, to go out and reach out and understand what transgender really means, what the word means, trans. Um, people are really confused about the word transgender and get confused. Now, it is Transgender Awareness Month. How can yes. we help to sort of promote that awareness? Yes, to promote, I think, educate people, to give them knowledge and understand what the word trans means. Great, Jackie. And if people want to get hold of you, how do they go about it? Are you, you are I on do. Facebook? Yes, and I do have a contact number. My contact number is also my WhatsApp number. The number is 061-77-36521. And then, of course, you people can find you on Facebook. And they can even invite me on WhatsApp as well. That is great. Okay, so ready with your family. I'm Rian, and that was Jackie telling us all about um, being transgender in the rural areas and her plans to make a difference.